Hello and welcome to Commodity Conversations by the team at Mercado, the podcast where we aim to keep you up to date with the key trends, drivers and moves in livestock, grain and fibre markets. My name is Olivia Agar. Thanks for listening in for another episode. So with big growth plans for the agriculture industry, we do need bright young minds coming into careers in ag. It's not just about retaining the next generation of farm managers, but attracting new people into the diverse careers that are on offer. And our guest today has that mission ahead of him. Andrew Baker is the current Director of Agriculture and Agribusiness at Marcus Oldham Agricultural College, having been with the college for 16 years. And he's come on the podcast with us today to share his experience and insight into what demand is like for young people looking for a career in agriculture what sort of skills are needed and how they are preparing their students to deal with the dynamic changes ahead of us. Before we drop into the episode, though, a few market highlights from this week. The grains news came from the release of the USDA's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. There weren't any major shocks in this one. Global corn and soybean stocks estimates were increased based on higher yields And for wheat, global consumption was lowered slightly based on high prices and production was lowered as well. However, with demand remaining robust, wheat should be able to retain its current strength in the midterm as it does need to rebuild those stocks. For wool, it was noticeable that Chinese demand remained pretty subdued this week and it was reflected in a generally sluggish market. The reported concerns relating to energy and power supply in China has really dampened demand and caused processors to take a cautious approach to greasy wool purchases. So prices were generally cheaper this week. I hope you enjoy the episode today and we'll get into it after a thank you to today's podcast sponsor. Thanks for tuning in to Commodity Conversations. This week is brought to you by ProAdvice. ProAdvice offer tailored services to suit your accounting needs. They have a long history of working with farming families and they understand the day-to-day realities and challenges of farm life. Whether it be strategic and succession planning, improving your communication and decision making, or accounting services and business software solutions, ProAdvice will help your farm run more efficiently. Hop on their website or give them a call to find out more. Thanks, Olivia. Yes, we are very fortunate to have Andrew Baker on board today and we're going to talk about a couple of things. But firstly, Andrew, um, we've actually got the scoop on you because you're not at the moment the principal of Marcus Oldham, but you've uh, been given the job beginning next year, I think. Is that right? Welcome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Robert. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so yes, I'm taking over the the reins here at Marcus Oldham uh, from Simon, who's uh, been the principal for 19 years. So some big boots to to fill there. Uh, but really looking forward to the job and um, and going forward. So you've been with Marcus for a while now, though, haven't you? In, in, and what's your role, your current role? Yes, I've uh, been at Marcus for 16 years now. So started off as a as a lecturer in, in accounting and uh, basically uh, I really enjoyed Marcus. It's just um, it, it sort of meshed really well with what, what was what fitted with me, and yes, I just worked my way up through through the the ranks, so to speak. Um, current role is uh, director of agriculture and agribusiness, so that basically means that I look after the 
two agricultural degree programs here, undergraduate degree programs here at Marcus Oldham. Well, um, you've obviously got, you know, a, a challenge ahead of you, and I'm, I'm guessing by the, the tenure of the previous principals, this is almost a life sentence, Andrew, so we wish you all the best and, and congratulations. Yeah. But and, and that's going to, you know, really take a lot of your focus and there's a lot of responsibility in that role. But more broadly, what the reason we, we're very keen to talk to you is that we're really interested in the future of agriculture and the, and the dynamic changes that are continuing to happen and, in our view, will have to ramp up in the future. Now, for that to happen, we need a steady stream of people coming into agriculture who are enthusiastic, passionate, but also well-informed and able to apply science in a, in a way that takes the industry forward. So that's a long statement to say, Andrew, Marcus Oldham has a big role to play in the future in that area. Yes, yes, that's right. It, it, it is, and we're only, only really quite a small, small college, to be honest. We've got, um, so this year we've got 260 students in total, and that includes all courses. Um, and we're probably graduating uh, in, uh, in undergraduate uh, around about 70 to 80 students a year. So, um, yeah, and it is, there is a, a massive opportunity and a massive demand, I think, for uh, future people in agriculture. So hopefully we can, we can supply some of that. Well, your, your past track record says that you do supply very good candidates to go into agriculture. Um, and you just touched on it then, but what sort of demand do you hear, do you have about this? Because you've now got a long history of, of, of supplying people into agriculture all around Australia. So your, your footprint is, is really big. What's the demand like for these students, Andrew? Yeah, good, good question, Robert. So it's massive, to be honest. We participate with all universities in uh, graduate employment surveys and things like that. And so uh, our recent graduates, 97% uh, of those graduates are, are in full-time employment, and that's across all courses with a sort of medium salary of about $72,000 that actually is probably uh, that's the highest in 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 the country for a, a, an education institution. So I'm glad we're doing that. Um, I'm glad people are getting employed after coming to Marcus. So it's it's interesting, um, Robert. I had a had a bit of a presentation yesterday from one of the one of a, a recruitment consultants, one of the top recruitment consultants in agribusiness. Uh, who are identifying sort of the key skills that uh, employers are looking for in, in you know, not just uh, general farmhands, but sort of managers and senior managers and sort of the top skills that they, that, that, that person is seeing is, you know, strong team leadership, which is obviously uh, sort of really key. Uh, a strong, a strong decision-making ability with a, some sort of commercial acronym to back that up um, and use of data and technologies uh, sort of become a much bigger thing than it probably has been in the past 
and then coupled with that, some good strong production skills. So hopefully that hearing those four dot points basically gave me a fair bit of confidence in in the curriculum that we're currently um, offering and 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 um, ensuring that we basically you know tick those those four things for students leaving. And I think that's uh, that's one of the reasons why our graduates have been in demand is that they they do sort of um, you know sort of selling it a bit but uh, they do leave Marcus with a with hit the ground running type attitude and uh, you know been able to to make those decisions and and use the technology and and have those production skills. Um, and look, that, that's great. I'm, I'm talking today on Commodity Conversations to Andrew Baker, who is the, I suppose, I think incumbent's the right word. You're the incumbent principal of Marcus Oldham Agriculture College. And, and you know, for those people who are in agriculture, uh, the, the name Marcus Oldham is, is really uh, well entrenched. Um, my, my connection is, is quite um, minuscule. Andrew, I, I did your rural leadership program way back. I think it was year, the second year of it. Um, so that's another service that you provide. You just want to just give a bit of an outline and maybe even a bit of a plug for that rural leadership program and how it factors into your, um, your general offering to agriculture. Yeah, so the rural leadership program uh, is a, is a, it's a week-long uh, program and it's really tailored to industry um, to ensure the future leaders um, uh, basically get the skills they, they require. So it takes, it takes you through a number of exercises and, and tasks and things that go on throughout the, the, the week, um, including getting in front of a, a camera and doing a presentation and negotiating and dealing with people, a whole range of sort of key skills that's required as a leader. It's interesting that program now is we can actually, um, it's what's called micro-credentialing, which basically means that we can, with a little bit of extra work from anyone doing that now, can actually count that towards one of our postgraduate units. So uh, so the, the skill is actually, um, I guess, has some accreditation to it as well. Well, I can, I can recommend it. And and I know Mike Stevens has had a lot to do with it. And I did tell Mike one day that uh, I credit that well, one week course. In, in my days, it was actually seven days. I think now it's only five days. Is that right? Uh, six, six days. Six. Now. Yeah. Well, we were a little yeah. bit slower on the uptake, Andrew. So, um, <laughs> but um, I can credit that with a lot of the, um, the direction that I found uh, in, in where I wanted to go in, in, in this agricultural sphere. Um, can I just go back to the students that you have, the, these, these mm. people who come to the course? Can you just tell us a little bit about their backgrounds? Where do they come from? What's their experience before they join you? Um, what sort of industries are they coming from? Yeah, yeah. So really it's quite, well, it's quite diverse. Uh, we probably don't get a lot of um, international students. Um, Marcus is probably... Uh, luckily, uh, mainly taking students from Australia, which has been very lucky in the last couple of years. But basically, they come from all over Australia. So pretty much every state in Australia is represented uh, in the student cohort. Um, interesting, predominantly this year, I 
think most are from New South Wales, and then obviously Queensland and Victoria making up the sort of other cohorts. But we've got reasonable contingent from South Australia, Tasmania, uh, Western Australia, and even a few uh, Northern Territorians in, in the mix. Um, where do they come from? They actually come from all sorts of diverse backgrounds. So that obviously those Northern uh, uh, livestock operations, uh, Central New South Wales cropping, Western Districts Victorian, West Wheatbelt, Western Australia, um, and even from dairy, uh, horticulture, um, bees. <laughs> so yeah, every a lot of different industries. Um, I, one of the things about our courses, uh, Robert, is is that whilst we're in an agricultural course, it, it really the our courses are about the business of agriculture. So it's not so much that oh, I'm going to learn how to be a better cropper or grow better sheep it's about running the farm business and it doesn't sort of matter too much whether it's what you're in um, those business skills and flow across many different uh, enterprises interestingly enough the you know i guess most of our students do come from farming families uh, somewhere so either directly but in, i've seen a bit of a trend in the last probably five years where um, more students are coming from regional towns and even capital cities now. Um, you know, some of them have uh, have had some links back to agriculture, maybe grandparents or an uncle or something like that. But it's really pleasing from my point of view to see that uh, it's not just farm kids coming to study agriculture. It's actually city kids starting to see agriculture as um as a good career uh, going forward. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so that's, that's really pleasing. The other trend that I've also seen in the last few years is that there's actually more and more women coming into mainly our agricultural program, which is, you know, basically designed to produce farm managers. And uh, so obviously, you know, there's, it's good to see that the, the women are actually saying there is a job in production ag for, for them going forward. So, that's uh, really exciting, yeah. So I was going to say that, we, that this um, getting um, people into agriculture from areas that don't have that natural farming base is a win-win, though, because it gives people the opportunity to be part of a great industry. But agriculture, Andrew, I think, also needs that uh, injection of, of, um, of other people, if you like, for new ideas and different ways of looking at things. Do you agree? Mm, absolutely. No, it's it needs needs fresh eyes. It needs fresh blood into the system. Um, and a lot of those people who are coming in uh, don't maybe have those um, uh, biases that they may have if they were working, grew up on their yes. family farm and things like that. They come in with with question, more questioning. Why are we doing that? Why are you doing that? And uh, it, it makes it makes it exciting i know that this will be a generalization andrew but what's the the usual experience these students have got when they come to you are they coming straight out of year 12 are they coming from a university course or, or what what is their general pathway to starting on the marcus oldham course yeah so we have a pretty strict um rule that we don't take anyone directly from school um 
most of our students, we everyone has to have at least one year in industry. Um, and probably most students have two to three years. I think that's really um, critical because uh, it really makes this, that person know that they want to be in agriculture and want to study and the reasons for studying and wanting to get skilled up, it becomes um, much more important than a school leaver, I suppose, Robert. And also the other thing to that is, is they do have that a little bit of, you know, even if it's a city person that have gone and worked on a, on a farm, say, they've had a little bit of the exposure into agriculture um, and we're not starting from scratch to say, oh, what this is a weather or what's a hogget or yes. if that yeah. makes sense, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so they come with a bit of a base knowledge, which I guess just helps us um, with in our teaching just to, to get going pretty quickly. Now, we know that there's a, a lot of farm managers out there who've Marcus Oldham background, but I also happen to know, Andrew, that a lot of other industries that relate to agriculture look at for your um, graduates. Can you give us a bit of an idea of, of some of the areas that some of your ex-students are now working in? And perhaps without, um, without personalising it, but some of the more exceptional outcomes that you've seen you know, from somebody who started off at Marcus Oldham and now is, um, you know, doing something, you know, really exceptional. Yeah, yeah no problem. So, yes, you're right. Obviously, production ag is probably where majority of our students do end up going either into sort of um, uh, will graduate in graduate roles in agriculture and farm managers and things like that. But, you know, it's interesting to see where they go and it's pretty, pretty broad, to be honest, uh, as you mentioned. So just thinking about where some of our students have ended up a lot go in as analysts out of that straight out of uh, out of Marcus. So what I mean by analysts, it's usually into either the sort of fund the the, the agricultural fund managers or 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 sort of uh, direct investment into agriculture, um, banking and finance. Obviously, the banks take a fair few of our graduates. A, a fair few go into trading uh, commodities uh, such as Fletcher's. JBS, um, Cargill, and those sorts of things. Yep. There is increasingly num- more and more going into that, and then also into sort of marketing roles, uh, mainly with the big bigger corporations, Thomas Foods, rice growers, etc. I've seen people go in there as um, as marketing um, managers, and a, a fair few also end up in their own businesses as well. So. Um, I'll give you an example. It's 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 a it's um he's a a, a New Zealand grad uh, student um, who came to us a few years ago from a from an island uh, 800 kilometres east of New Zealand, the Chatham Islands. So yep. which is pretty isolated. Uh, so he came to to Marcus with a. I said, "Why are you here? What do you want to get out of it?" And uh, basically, was to he wanted to go back home and make a difference for their community. It was obviously going flatlining a bit and whilst he was at Marcus he he bought some of the cod from you from that island just to have a barbecue basically and his friends said that's a fantastic cod uh 
anyway, so he's him and his wife now have set up the Chatham Island Food Company, so exporting that cod all over the world um, and really lifted the, the spirit of the community because now they're proud of their, 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 their island, their brand, uh, the scene is pristine sort of stuff. So interesting, you know, those sorts of things just make you proud to sort of see happen. Who else can I think of? So a couple of examples, um, a recent graduates, a city person of, uh, is now working for Austrex as a, as a uh, live uh, animal welfare assurance manager. So uh, quite a, a, a change from Melbourne, Melbourne Central to, to uh, the Northern Territory as a, as a manager and dealing with, um, you know, a lot of people in Asia and, and managing a team in Asia and that sort of stuff. So it's, it's quite incredible. Um, another past student, he was a, basically, he ran a, a few shearing teams. He was, he was about 20 when he came here, but had about five shearing teams that he managed. And anyway, so he, I wasn't sure where he would end up, but he, he went through the course and actually found a little sort of niche in, in trade, in, in meat trading, basically. And he worked for a, a small company in Sydney and now he's working for Fletcher's and he's pretty well-renowned in the industry. So it's interesting where they go and where they end up and even right out of agriculture, some of them. So in sort of commodity, in trading equities and all sorts of things. Well, look, Andrew, it's been terrific talking to you and I'm pretty sure you will be a success in your new role, your upcoming role as principal of Marcus Alban, because I can hear in your voice the animation when you start talking about the students. And, uh, and to me, that's a really vital part of uh, an aspect that a principal would need. So we're very grateful for your time today on Commodity Conversations. I just want to round off by... How, in broad terms, Andrew, how do you see the future direction of the college? Is it more of the same or do you have um, different um, pathways to explore? Yeah, that's, yeah, everyone's been asking me that. <laughs> well, uh, it's well we, can get the scoop, we can get the scoop on commodity conversations, <laughs> Andrew, and uh, yeah. it'll be there forever for everyone to test you against. Yeah, that's right. No, so I guess um, I think where, where Marcus... Oldham is at the moment is in actually a really good place and obviously is we'll just keep continuing to improve what we're doing that's that's basically the hard I think that's quite a hard job actually because I feel like we're really yep. really humming along at the moment and uh, to to just keep that momentum going is 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 what I really uh, want to keep going just ensuring the curriculum's doing the right thing ensure that we're providing excellence in teaching and learning you know and making sure that the student experience is excellent, basically in and outside the classroom. Our students, it's 50% of the learning is in the classroom and 50% of it's outside the classroom, which is quite an, yeah. quite an unusual thing. Uh, they do, do go out and start talking about what they've learned and reiterating and trying to put it into practice. And I think that's that's sort of key. Yeah, so that's, that's, where, that's my goals for, them, yeah. for Marcus going forward. Well, look, um, no doubt there's a challenge in, in the role you're stepping up to, and, but, that's, but that's fine. But agriculture is looking to you guys and you do have, have a responsibility to continue doing what you're doing, Andrew, and I'm really pleased that we've had the chance to talk to you today. I wish you all the best 
I wish the college all the best and um, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about in the future. So thank you very much for joining Commodity Conversations today, Andrew. My pleasure, Robert. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Commodity Conversations. Please remember to share the podcast with your network and leave us a review or rating on your podcast platform of choice. Until next week, take care. Thank you.